One young man, we talk about adversity and what Anna Mears went through and what she was able to achieve. I mean, someone like Matthew Glatzer, uh, coming back from cancer, diagnosed with thyroid cancer in 2019, missed the World Championships last year, torn calf. Unfortunately, lost his coach, the great Gary West, uh, from motor neuron disease in 2017. All this stuff is extraordinary. I'm not sure if you've got uh, any idea about the uh, the background with Ma- Matthew, but uh, to then go on and compete at this level, it's uh, it's almost beyond words what he's been through. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, I don't really know Matthew well, obviously, since um, I went to London with him and that was it. Um, But it's absolutely amazing and inspiring what he's managed to overcome. I'm sure um, he would still feel very proud that he's there and that he's managed to overcome all of those those things. I guess that's the thing about the Olympics is a lot of the time we don't know the story behind each athlete and what they've had to overcome to get there. Um, you kind of just see that that race, but you don't really know about all the layers and all the things they've overcome to just be there on the start line. Yeah, and it's great when those backstories come out, especially for the kids watching along, kids like the ones in your classroom, Josie. Yeah, exactly. We're speaking to Josie Tomic, uh, a cyclist who went to the Olympics and uh, watching on from afar now as the Australians search for success over there in Tokyo. Just as an outsider, I guess, uh, looking on now, how have you assessed the Australians so far over there in at the Olympics? In cycling? Um, Yeah, look, I think they would probably be feeling pretty disappointed. I mean, I think the men's um, team's pursuit were really unlucky. And cycling is a really hard sport. Often there is a lot of luck involved, whether it's crashing, punctures, that kind of thing. Um, I'm sure the women are disappointed too. I'm not sure you know, how they were tracking in training, um, but I'm sure they were really aiming for a medal. It's been three Olympics. We missed out um, by... Point one in London, and then they missed out in Rio. They had a crash that crash before the racing and the trading, and now they've missed out again. So um, I'm sure they're feeling pretty gutted at the moment. Um, and yeah, I guess something needs to change, and um, yeah, something needs to change before the next Olympics, and hopefully. Um, the girls can get back in the medals in the team's pursuit. And to be honest, I'm not really sure about the sprinters. I don't think the um, Carly has raced yet. Um, but I think the I'm not sure how the boys would be feeling about this their sprint event yesterday, where they got fourth. Speaking of fourth, uh, don't like to revisit painful times, but uh, team pursuit, yeah. as you mentioned in London. Um, how long did that take you to recover from missing out on on a medal? Uh, I guess a lot of people say fourth in the world is still a, a remarkable achievement, but every athlete sets their standards pretty high. Yeah, it was pretty devastating at the time. I remember um, I knew I was going to retire from cycling after those Olympics. So I think that um, I was really devastated from my coach. I really wanted him to, I wanted to finish off with a medal from him. We had a really close relationship um, and devastated for my family who'd been there all along the way and the other girls in the team. Um, but then I guess once I retired, I kind of um, saw sport and cycling as a small part of my life and um now, when I look back, I'm really proud on the success I had, but I'm also, um, you know, really um, proud of, you know, where how it's helped me um, move on in my life and it's taught me lots of lessons that I've learnt from and, and I have to think I'm a better person because of all of it and um, whether I had a medal or not wouldn't really change that.
Hear, mm. hear. And, and so how do you think, given how tough it was in those couple of days after uh, that result uh, in London, to think about these athletes now in Tokyo who maybe haven't been successful or as successful as they've wanted to, now instead of being able to hang around for the closing ceremony, they've got to jump on a plane, come back to Australia, 14 days with their thoughts in hotel quarantine. Yeah, that's really tough. I mean, I think for the cycling team, a lot of them will still have races. So hopefully they can turn um, the results from yesterday around and maybe um, come home with something still. So, um, But for the other athletes in other sports who have come home disappointed and empty-handed and then kind of have to be um, locked away in quarantine without that support um, from their family and friends, I can imagine um, it would be tough. But I'm sure and I'm really hoping that... Um, you know, this, uh, their sports have thought about that and have got support systems in place ready to help those people who, you know, their mental health does need to be protected and looked after. So I'm sure something has been put in place and I really hope that's the case.